Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. everyone it is friday june 23rd 2023 this is the bob cadaro show and indubitably at least for the moment i am he broadcasting today from what is still the united states of america whether the bidens avoid the law or not it's the place where the brave like Sergeant Myron Heckman of Berwick have kept us and made us free. The United States of America, founded with a certain knowledge and understanding that government, it's not to be our parent, it's not to be our guide, our salvation, our direction, not any of these things, but is nothing more than a necessary evil we require to organize and protect society. The United States of America is the country where, for the first time in human history, freedom was declared to be an unalienable right granted by God, not something that would be parceled out or controlled by government or government officials. I wonder if Anthony Fauci has heard that. Our great American Constitution ensures and codifies freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, economic freedom, and freedom of the press, whether they choose to use it or not. And because they were armed with these freedoms, and only because they were armed with these freedoms, a ragtag bunch of immigrants and rejects and their progeny created the richest, most powerful, most culturally diverse and accepting nation and culture ever to grace this beautiful planet. America, the only place specifically invented and designed so that every American can live their life in the manner they choose, unlimited by their background, upbringing, race, color, or creed, unhindered by the government or those who would use government to control others for their own comfort or benefit. This Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic. And reliably right. And yes, the double entendre is intended. And a reminder 
The program brought to you by Pizza Bella Mountaintop, the home of the zero-carb pizza crust. I don't know how they do it, but they do it, and they do it well. Now available at Pizza Bella Mountaintop only. That's Route 309 in Mountaintop. And then our hourly sponsors, the Marjon Golf Course. Uh, Things look a little gloomy today, but there's going to be plenty of dry spells over the weekend for you to get up to the Marjon. And (laughs) even if you don't get to golf, you get to have the homemade sausage at the Marjon. Best bargain in golf. And then Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. Beat the big blocks blues at Dunmore Lumber. And I hope my friend Derek uh, got his uh, discussion with brother Ron straightened out yesterday. Well, the Club for Common Sense has reconvened for this Friday, June 23rd. We promise we will endeavor to provide a sanctuary of sanity for all of you for the next three hours. So that you could go into your weekend with sort of a zen thing going. Well, it's that sanctuary of sanity, is, it is provided by this program. Appointment Radio, the Bob Cadaro Show. And we are honoring again Sergeant uh, Myron Heckman of Berwick. He uh, was a 2nd Engineer Battalion out of Fort Belvoir, Virginia. He was a pontoon bridge builder. He served with the 169th Engineer Combat Battalion in North Africa and Italy from 1942 through 1945. He came home from the war and raised a family in the Berwick area. His two two daughters still with us, thank God. Now this comes from our friend Joe Martin in, in Berwick. And... Just a little bit of aside, his daughter Eva said that her dad had hated North Africa. Maybe the climate, but <laughs> I don't think it was fun anywhere. But he also served in Italy, so a lot. I don't think I don't think there were too many pontoon bridges in North Africa. But they did so in uh, Italy, without doubt. So we'll, we'll mention him throughout the day and thank Joe Martin for getting us that information. Now, on Sunday, 11.30 a.m., WNEP-TV, Bob Cadaro Show on TV, Our uh, we've got some, I'll tell you what, it's a great show. And our Power Brunch Player of the Week is Jimmy Barrett, who runs... And owns, along with his family, Road Scholar Trucking. One of the toughest businesses you could be in. You're subjected to every whim of the economy. And I would add parenthetically, although there are no parentheses here, that you're subject to the stupidity of people like Joe Biden and the lunatic left and their energy policies, and their regulatory policies. 
So uh, Jimmy Barrett, though, our, our power player, power brunch player of the week, Sunday on the Bob Cadaro Show on TV. So it turns out that the United States Navy may have known that this uh, Titan submersible had blown up, imploded, not blown up, blown in, had imploded almost from the first day. Now, could there have been sources and methods issues there where they they don't want to tell why or how they knew that? That's possible. But there was a heck of a lot of work done subsequently searching for people and and then they heard the pings and they heard this and they heard that so it's interesting uh but death and tragedy has occurred and these explorers and, I, and look at they're going to deconstruct this and some of the safety factors and all of that are going to be you know they're going to be torn into but some intrepid explorers are dead and the, the one that i find most tragic is that there's the 19 year old son that reportedly the pakistani who reportedly was going just to appease his father on father's day <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't very excited in fact he was according to some family members and reports that i've read he was scared witless to go down in this submersible I mean, the rest of the people on the ship, they'd lived their lives. And they knew the risks. A 19-year-old kid's just trying to please his father. Uh, so it is a tragedy all the way around. Somebody texted in, Bob, the biggest threat to our freedom today is the Democrat Party and the Uniparty. I, I call it the establishment. Um, they defend their perks and prerequisites. They do not care about us. And Adam Schiff, as this listener points out, is the epitome of disgust. Actually, it's someone defending him, saying he was a hero or an American. I said, please don't email me anymore. I'm not interested. If that's your position... We've got nothing to talk about in terms of politics. Nothing. Tell me where to get a good hot dog or cherry pie because I'm not interested in nonsense. I just am not. Body shop guy says he just texted his cousin who works for NASA. He was in charge of the Challenger Memorial. Mike Cianilli. I, I've, I've heard of him. Now, you know, one of the things that's remarkable, I, I use that word too often, but this is remarkable. I have to come up with some similes. But um, it, it's, it's amazing that we know the near reaches of outer space as well or better than we know the depths 
of our own oceans on our own planet. I find that fascinating. And I, w- I would frankly think, you know, just for example, we were talking about um, Mark Margavage, our local climatologist. And he had pointed out that we they discovered, I don't know, 31,000 new underground volcanoes, active volcanoes that were heating up the ocean. Not, not as the climate alarmist will tell you, man-made issues. But I would wager that there are tremendous resources down there that we're overlooking. Yes, they're difficult to get to, but so is space. I mean, maybe we need to look into our own oceans, and maybe this is a catalyst for that, for a lot of things that we're looking beyond the planet for. Maybe maybe this, this tragedy could give us a focus on how little we know about what is on our own planet and we could invest resources to safely go to the depths of the ocean. Please remember, the, the Titanic is in 12,000, two and a half, roughly two and a half miles below the surface. But then you have something like the Marianas Trench in the Pacific Ocean, which is 34, 35, 37,000 feet beneath the surface of the ocean. So the depths are staggering. They're beyond anything that would be considered heights in this on this great planet. Mount Everest, all that. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it sort of points to me that we need to focus some energy on our oceans. My, my guess is that there would be energy opportunities. There would be raw material opportunities. Certainly, opportunities to feed ourselves and others. But maybe maybe the next frontier has got to be our oceans. Somebody texted in, uh, oh, Art Franklin wants to know, did I get my chili dog yesterday? No, the day before when we went down to see Lorraine, I had chili dog and sauerkraut. The bulldog had chili dog and cheese at Jimmy's. Jimmy's lunch on um, the, the main drag on Broad Street in Hazleton. And it was fabulous. It was just fabulous to watch the place in operation, too, though. You know, just one of these places that's an institution. And I'm I'm watching and I don't know, I think it was two thirty or something. So well past the lunch hour. Still a good crowd. And I noticed they had dozens and dozens of hot dogs on the grill. They just know that people are gonna come and want them. Yeah, it was it was it was good. Now, seeing Lorraine was the was the highlight of the trip. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, well, that's what we're up to. We're honoring Sergeant Myron Heckman today at the behest of our friend Joe from Berwick.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The investigation, you know, the Democratic breaking thing. We're back uh, in the, the problem area because the FBI is not under control because Ray doesn't exactly know how to control it. And they have, their investigation is now leading into some productive areas because they've been able to trace the money, not through the money itself, but through the bank, you know, sources, the banker stuff. And, and it goes some directions we don't want it to go. Uh, also, there have been some things like an informant came in off the street to the FBI in Miami with uh, a photographer who has a friend who's a photographer who developed some films for this guy, Parker. And the films had uh, pictures of Democratic National Committee letterhead documents. And so he's got, there's things like that that are, gonna, that are filtering in. Mitchell came up with it yesterday. And John Dean analyzed very carefully last night and concludes, concurs now with Mitchell's recommendation that the only way to solve this, and we're set up beautifully to do it, uh, in that, that the only effort that paid any attention to last night was NBC, who did a massive story on the Cuban. Well, now, I, you know, he was obviously channeling his inner uh, chubby checker. But a new singer named Bobby Darren debuted on the charts with his first single, Splish Splash. And before that, you heard from the Nixon tapes a clip of H.R. Haldeman, his chief of staff, speaking with him, basically telling him that they would use the, and, and Nixon agreeing later, because it's, it's about a five minute tape. We didn't want to kill you with that. He tells Nixon that they and they decide they're going to use the CIA to obstruct the FBI's Watergate uh, investigation. And when this was disclosed, when Nixon released the tapes, it led to his resignation a couple years later. But this conversation took place this date, June 23rd, 1972. Bob Cuddrell back with you on WILK. Yeah, somebody said, uh, Bob, Rob, Robert Kennedy Jr. is a real threat to the Biden regime. I, I certainly hope so. Because they are awful people. They are corrupt people. They are constantly lying to the American people. Their policies fail. Their ideology is sick and twisted. 
And this is the worst administration in the history of the United States. The worst president, the worst presidency. But I'll tell you this. And I, I, I know we've got a certain amount of people that are just willfully blind. They want to be ignorant. They want to be stupid. But you, no one can deny how insanely unethical Joe Biden and his family are and that they were nothing but grifters taking between 30 and $40 million from foreign entities that Joe Biden as vice president had something to do with, policy-wise. Now, do you catch him? And you may, because don't forget, the uh, Burisma executive who has tapes, 15 of Hunter, 2 of Joe Biden. Do we get a direct quid pro quo? Biden will do this in return for that. We shall see. Now, do I know, and I put that in quotes, that Biden was trading influence and funneling money to his family? Yes. They have no skills. They have no ability. They're just grifters. And his own son was nothing more than a crack addict. A highly functioning one. I mean, he can fly around the world and send emails. But did you see the latest WhatsApp text from Hunter? I won't quote it at the moment because we got to go to the weather. But he essentially said, I'm sitting here with my dad. This is to a Chinese business executive who apparently hadn't come across with the cash. I'm sitting here with my dad. And we're wondering, like, when the hell you're going to get off the dime here? And if you don't, I'm very vengeful. And my father has a lot of friends. And we'll make you pay the price if you don't deliver what you promised. Well, money, a.k.a. money. These are, these are revolting, power-mad, mediocre corrupt people. And they've got to be removed from office. I will tell you, we, we always have this discussion. I would rather Kamala Harris. She's stupid. She's incompetent. She's ineffective. She, she is following a left-wing lunatic ideology. All of that. But she is not sickeningly corrupt the way the Bidens are. This has to end. We've never had anything approaching this. Nothing. Nothing even approaches it. Appropriate that we're talking about Nixon and the beginning of his end today when we know that the Bidens have to end. I don't care if they go to jail. I just want them disgraced and out of office. This frail old fool who was a corrupt hack his entire life. Ugh. This hour of the program brought to you by Marjon Golf Course. Drive right past the old Scranton Muni. 
and nestled in both Jefferson Township and Mount Cobb is the Marjan Golf Course. Nine holes of golf, great, great track, great food, and a great bargain. Now, St. Teresa, she says for today, June 23rd, a joyful heart is the normal result of a heart burning with love. Joy is not simply a matter of temperament. It is always hard to remain joyful. All the more reason why we should try to acquire it and encourage it to grow in our hearts. Mother Teresa for today. And, you know, I found... One of the things that 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 I found uh, being in prison, I, I you know, people would ask me these questions. Then you don't think about them; you just you're just living the experience. And I said, well, one of the things about prison, and particularly when you had a leng- I had an 11 year sentence, so you know, <laughs> Hunter Biden's not even going to prison. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway. Um, I said, one of the issues is you don't experience joy. And you know you're not going to experience it until you're walking out of the prison to go home, which I fortunately did. That that was what was missing. I I thought of that because I was happy. I was content. I mean, that, that's a state of mind, no matter what circumstances you find yourself in, it's a state of mind you should always do. And I, I've said I've, I, I sort of have that through belief in God, belief in the opportunity to go to heaven. So I was happy and content. I was not, I was not a malcontent in prison. Um, there may be some prison officials who would disagree. But I was content and happy in in prison, which I would be in virtually any circumstance, but uh, because of my faith. But um, joy eluded me. I, I knew I would not have it. I knew I would not experience it until the day I walked out when my two sons came to pick me up at Schuylkill. And and so when it's it's very poignant that she talks of joy. On today, June 23rd. And she's always just so spot on. I'm going to talk about a philosopher of, uh, an amazing philosopher. We're honoring Sergeant Myron Heckman, Berwick, 169th Engineer, Combat Battalion. Served us in North Africa and Europe uh, Italy specifically in World War II, 1942 to 1945. The things that that people like Myron Heckman saw and experienced just couldn't. They can't be quantified. He came home, raised the family. He still has two daughters surviving him. They live in the Berwick area as well. And again, thanks to our friend Joe Martin from Berwick for that. Bob Canaro Show on TV. Jimmy Barrett, a Rhodes Scholar Trucking, will be our guest on Sunday. Interesting business philosophies. Um, 
and and an interesting guy and a family business, which is truly the bedrock of this area's economy, locally owned businesses. My God, on my monitor, I apologize, I'm distracted. I see Randy Weingarten carrying on. She's the head of the one of the largest teachers unions and a disgrace. An absolute disgrace to this country and education. Boy, how how could we get so many bad actors and just awful people in leadership roles all at the same time? It's a culmination of so many things, and we are certainly paying the price for it. It, it, it's, it's amazing. Ben from Harvey's Lake on censuring of Adam Schiff. Hey, Ben. Good morning, Bob. Always good to talk to you, sir. My pleasure. I, I'm, I'm wondering if, if I'm sure you probably have seen some of this, but I'm wondering if a lot of your listeners were paying attention to this uh, censuring of Adam Schiff that went on yesterday I in the House I, I of Representatives. Were, I think our listeners were. Uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people have commented on it. He's one of the most odious people maybe on the planet, but probably on the planet. And, well, and and to have him cheered, we were talking about this yesterday, yeah. they cheered him like he was a World War II veteran. Well, he, he was part of an overall plan. The overall plan was to get Donald Trump out of the White House. And this was just one part of many things that were going on at the time. The reason they're cheering him is because the Democrats... Truth doesn't matter to the Democrats. It nope. just doesn't matter to them at all. They don't care. Not it doesn't bother them. As long as the ends are satisfied, then they can justify the means. This man sat at the head. Uh, you know, He's the chairman of that committee. So he's under oath every time he's sitting in that chair speaking. He lied continuously for three years. I can remember once when he was really being pressured to come up with some kind of you know stable data that would prove something in this so-called dossier. He said, we have absolute proof yes. and we're going to oh, show yeah. it to you next week. It never happened. That's an absolute lie under oath. He knew. I've got to give him credit. I mean, and again, like all uh, evil people, he was so clever because he knew that the media would never follow up on his lies. They'd never yeah. call yeah. him on them. He, they just knew it. Well, not just him, but how about Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic National Committee yep. under Debbie Wasserman Schultz creating this entire thing, being fabricated by a guy who's already been convicted of crimes before this steal. And do you remember the horrible things that were in that in the beginning, yeah. what they talked about, the yeah. prostitutes in, in Moscow and stuff? Yep. Who thinks up stuff like this? What kind of mind does it take to think up ignorant things like that? Well, think of what they believe in politically. <laughs> Sick, twisted minds are capable of virtually anything to keep power. And remember, they've always got to distract because their policies, in addition to being sick and twisted and stupid on their face, are, are yeah, I, and, and self-contradictory, fail. And they've got to cover I, all that up. I cannot understand... How and now Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I believe, is a representative from Florida yeah. in the House of Representatives. She ought to be in prison. She fixed a, a primary election. <laughs> I mean, she admitted it. There was no way Bernie Sanders could have won that primary. Yeah. The way that they set up those, what were they, uh, something delegates, they called them super delegates yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 
I mean, what about people that donated money to Bernie Sanders' campaign and never had a chance to win? <laughs> well, these are I, uh, these are horrible people, Ben. And I said, I was just saying before you you got on, how did we get to the point where this, this there's this culmination of stupidity, of hubris, of arrogance, and of evil? All at the top rungs of our major, a major political party, and and uh, they're also in offices all around this country. It's it's a scary thing. And, and now the more things we're finding about, you, you just mentioned uh, this lady who's the head of the uh, teachers union. The United States was the only country on the earth that mandatoried children to wear masks. Yeah. We were the only country that did this. And now look at the problems that are coming out of this health wise and, and mental problems. Yeah. Well, you know, the next time we give up our liberties will be the last time we have those liberties. This was a a good dry run for some of them. And they saw how we behaved and how we we just went lamb-like into the slaughterhouse and listened to them. And I hope to God enough of us have learned to resist this kind of... Uh, overarching power. I hope we have. Yeah, we're one election away from a banana republic. Yeah. Ben, we got to go. I went over because I enjoyed the conversation. But so no problem, Bob. You. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Today is June 23rd, and it was on this day in 1972 that President Richard Nixon signed Title IX, enacting legislation barring discrimination based on sex for any educational program or activity from getting money from the federal government. Saying it properly, no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. In short, nearly all schools in America were ordered by law to provide fair and equal treatment of the sexes in all areas, including sports. Now, the importance of Title IX should never be underestimated or undersold. In 1972, there are approximately 200,000 participating in NCAA sports, just 30,000 of them women. Why? Because prior to its signing, girls' and women's sporting programs were thought of as kind of like an afterthought, if thought of at all. The NCAA offered no scholarships for women, no championships for women's teams. Title IX changed all of this, and today, hundreds of thousands of women are competing in the NCAAs while pursuing and completing their higher education goals. Well, Richard Nixon was busy while he was conspiring uh, to use the CIA to obstruct the FBI's Watergate investigation. He also signed on the same day Title IX, which barred discrimination on the basis of sex and... uh, launched women's sports probably to their rightful place i'm sure you know it was it was overdone a bit but nevertheless created opportunities for women which joe biden's seeking to foreclose and end by letting men compete under title nine this is how sick these people are So men can compete in women's sports now by Joe Biden. Destroying the entire point of Title IX. And the Democrat Party saying nothing about it. It, It's an unreal thing.
Excavator guy says, good morning, Bob. The new LGBTQ stands for let's get Biden to quit. I, I hope so. And it took me a long time to get here to say, essentially, I would rather Kamala Harris be the president of Joe Biden because his corruption is on top of his stupidity and his adamant. I, I, when you look up old fool in the dictionary, Joe Biden's picture's there. Well, here's another one, Bernie Sanders. Uh, but Jeff from Carbondale says, Bob, Bernie Sanders' wife ran his two elections. She received 15% for each. Pretty good paydays for losing. He never wanted to win. Just the money. Capitalism at work. And he's known as a self-proclaimed socialist. He's a, look at he's an old He's an old fool. He's an old fool. And and you you present again, you present history to a left-wing lunatic like Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, name him. You present fact, truth, and reality to them, they don't know what to do with it. Anne from Pittston as we close out the hour. Hi, Ann. Hello. Hi. I want to talk about the masks. When um, the kids had to wear the mask to school, I bought my boy a mask, a, a cotton mask, and it was double ply. So I cut the inside part out, and I just let it just be the, the, the thin cotton outside. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a mask. He was wearing it to school. He came home without it. And I said, what happened? And she, he said, the teacher said, oh, my gosh, I could see right through that mask. Take that off and put this one on. It's thicker. I mean, who... Or they, this is a private school that I was sending the kids to that I was paying $500 a month for. Who were these teachers to tell, you know, to, to, to uh, say what kind of mask they had to wear? And, and uh, I, 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 it was all about control. It had not, and then, and then you had a bunch of useful idiots following those who were trying to uh, get control over the populace. It was a disgrace, the whole thing. And they have now done a study, definitive, that the re-ingestment of carbon dioxide, which is what you exhale, largely what you exhale, was worse. So the masks were worse for you, particularly young people, than the threat of COVID. And they did everything wrong. That's the one thing we know. Everything was done wrong. I wouldn't blame a specific teacher or whatever. They were just doing what they were told to do. Yeah, and I was working at a nursing home, and they said, "If you're not getting the vet, if you're not getting the flu shot, you have to wear a mask." So I had to wear a mask. So this one girl's telling me, "Pull your mask up, pull your mask up all the time." So then, all of a sudden, they said, "Oh, everybody has to wear a mask, even if you have the flu shot because of COVID." So I saw her the one day. I said, "Hey, pull up your mask." She said, "Oh, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, they put you through the ringer, my dear. But but <laughs> oh. let's ask the more important question. Because remember this, in the public schools, particularly in our heavy, you know, Democrat-run cities, the kids aren't learning and they were wearing harmful masks. <laughs> I hope your private school, your, your uh, child actually was learning something. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the call, Ann. I appreciate it. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.